הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבתוכנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שאוכני עפר קדוש עם אשר בארצם, במבחן לרבנו הקדוש. צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו ומקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן ופגה, נח נח נחמן נחמן מאומן. זכותם תגן עלינו כל ישראל אמן. שבעזרת השם, Everything above from Lashon Rabbeinu was his own um, additions that he heard from Rabbeinu's mouth. And now Rabbi Natan is going to add things according to what he heard, merited to hear by the, um, at the time when Rabbeinu was giving this Torah. So, Vezehu, and this is what it is. Kashim mezonatav kiflam kerada. Difficult it is to have a livelihood, mezonatav, to earn the parasa, is twice as, twice as difficult as childbirth. As you explained above, that um, with regard to, um, what do you call it, giving birth, the woman screams 70 screams according to the Zohar, as we saw. And with regard to money, the Shekhinah screams 70 times, and 70 times, which means, heavy is my head, heavy is my arms, 70 times each, it's 140. So we see here, that's why it's difficult, twice as difficult, because there's 140 screams, whereas by giving birth there's 70. When a person needs to be tested and refined by this ta'ava of money, before he merits to do business dealings with faith, to be able to give profit um, to holy uh, money. A person needs to be tested first, Rabbi Natan saying. As a, uh, he brought it from Rabbeinu. That means that a person needs to constantly fight at the time when he's doing business. That he shouldn't fall into Tavat Mamon at all. God forbid. That his in, entire business should be done with complete honesty and with faith. And all the confusions and all the the, the thoughts, the bad thoughts that come to a person for Ta'avat Mamon when he's doing business should be completely broken and nullified. All your intention should be for God alone. That you should merit to serve God through the money that you are profiting as we talked about earlier, the idea of um, performing, performing the mitvot. Um, Performing the mitvot, tzivita tzedek, we talked about. Performing the mitvot with your money, meaning that you should use your money that you're earning, biktusha, use it for the mitvot, spend for the mitvah, and only that to give tzedakah to those who are, um, to, to basically keep up those who are studying Torah, to sustain those who are studying Torah, and to those who serve Hashem, etc. And this is why earning the panasah of a person is, Twice, uh, well, it's twice as difficult as childbirth. Because the woman who's giving birth needs to endure the birth pangs, right? And she needs to scream 70 screams. But here there's 140 screams with the Shekhinah screams. Upon those who, God forbid, fall into Tavat Mamon. And before one prophet's Mamon, 
holy money we're talking about. One needs to be refined and tested through the path of these 140 voices, meaning the Ta'avat Mamon. One needs to be tested with Ta'avat Mamon. And want to scream and to pray to Hashem that he's able to pass through these challenges in peace and to be saved from these tests. Why is it twice as difficult to earn panasah as it is to, to give birth? Because by birth there's 70 voice screams, but here there's 140. They have understand this well. Rabbeinu also explained then when he was giving this Torah that these 140 voices are 2 times 70 meaning the 70 times when a person screams the Shekhinah screams and the 70 times it screams these are the two types of screams from my head and from my arms and each of these screams each one individually represents the 70 um Screams that the the one who gives birth screams. But here they are doubled. It's times two. Kalani, when it says Kalani, I'm heavy. Leshon kol. It's from the word kol, voice, scream. Alkenhem kam kalin. This is why there are 140 voices. Kalani meroshi kalani Meaning, Kalani is the kol, the scream that it's screaming out. Because the truth is, all the prophets and Mukhanabi Shemleda, which we said above, is the same expression as birth, meaning when one gives birth to something, it's as if you're giving profit to something. So, profit and birth are the same expression, the same idea. And all the money and all the influx that one draws down is only from breaking one's tava for money. Meaning, true profit and money comes whenever one breaks his desire for money. This represents the emet that we talked about above. This is what it says. Kushtakai. It says in Gemara Shabbat. Kushtakai. The truth stands. Why did they say the truth kai stands? Because it says all the subsistence. Hayekum. That stood at their feet. That was at their feet. What did that mean? This is a reference to the money of a person. That makes him stand on his feet. Meaning, why did the truth stand? Because the truth, which we, which we said is above, is what allows faith. And what's faith when one does business with faith? Because the main aspect of faith is when one is able to conduct business with faith. That's the real test of faith. So what is the, allows a person to stand on his feet? It's this um, money. And what also stands the truth? And this is what we said. This is why the essence, the essential hamamat parnasa, the essential thing that makes a person stand on his feet, meaning meaning the money that he has, is through emet. What allows a person to do that? It's emet, truth. The truth represents breaking your tava for money. This is what it means when it says in the Gemara, kushtakai, the truth stands. Meaning through the truth, he has money. Meaning what he has, he's able to stand, which is what 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 enables you to stand, which is money. We said the money is what makes a person stand on his feet. And what's money? It's the aspect of standing. That makes him stand on his feet. It keeps a person up. But truth does not stand. 
that falsehood does not stand. What did we say? Why does truth not stand? Because Avod Zara, which is my bad. Why does falsehood not have the ability to stand? Because falsehood represents idol worship, other gods, meaning that they're they're sterile, as we talked about above. They're not fruitful. They can't produce. And Rabbeinu says that generally speaking, these people who run after the Tava for money, they die as debtors. And they have gained nothing. They're in the asset of debtors because even if they don't die in debt, they're in debt in their lifetime. Meaning they have they desire money so much that they run and they toil after it all their days with such tremendous efforts. And they put themselves in danger with tremendous danger in order to attain just a little bit of money just to fill their desire. As if they had a, a debt to pay. Meaning they think they even have a debt to pay but they don't even have a debt. What are they paying their debt to? But the debt they're paying is to the debt of their father which we said above is what? The this Tava Mamon, they feel as if they have a debt to pay to this Avod Zara, which is this aspect of money. And all their days, they're not able to fill up their Tava and to complete their debt of this desire. Because a person does not die with half his desires in his hand. As you brought above, Nimtza. We find that his money is not money at all. It's not considered money. Because he has no benefit from his money. Because other gods are sealed. They are barren. They cannot produce offspring, etc. And Abel Zara did not produce anything good. It didn't produce any profit for you, any gaining. It didn't gain anything for you. This is why it's impossible for a person to draw down Shefa and Parnasa and to gain a prophet, which is called Mamon. Meaning what? It's impossible for a person to gain holy money, that he should be happy with his portion. This is the essence of wealth. Um, it's impossible for a person to attain this holy wealth, as it says in the Gemara, um, what does it mean to be wealthy to be happy with your portion as it's brought down in the it's only possible to attain this with Tavat Mamon 
by breaking my bad through breaking tavat mamon through breaking one's lust for money shehu bechinat emet. This is what we call emet. A person who's emet is one who breaks his desire for money. Shemishamikar hashpa'akanan. Now, when a person is emet, that is the essence of hashpa'ah influx, true shefa. This is why difficult it is mezonotav to earn a panasa. Double as giving birth. Because a person needs to pass through and to break the 140 voices of Ta'avat Mamon as we talked about above. Only through this, whenever you refine yourself through these 140 screams of the Shrina, which screams over a person falls into Tavat Mamon. When a person is tested in Tavat Mamon and he overcomes these 140 voices, through this he's able to profit true money. Meaning, because the essence of Shefa influx comes through Emet. And what's Emet? When one breaks their Tavat for money. And with this, we understand the saying, this teaching very well. This lesson very well. And understand this very well. Because the words of Rabenu, Hakadosh, Rabbi Nachman, are extremely, extremely deep. And they have a tremendous depth. Um, so we see here this this idea that a person um, who has this money that's not in Klusha, he's not even alive. It's, it's as if he's in the aspect of death. Because he has no benefit from his money. He's always missing something. He always needs more. So he's never sufficient with the money he has. So now what, what was applicable to section 1, which we said that ma- ma- holy money is in the aspect of a holy face, the holy countenance, life, etc., etc., what we talked about above. So now Rabbi Natan is going to bring something that Rabbeinu said with regard to that section. The Chachamim say, the face of the earth are those who are wealthy. That the famine was upon the entire face of the earth. Who is the face of the earth? These are the wealthy. Meaning the famine even existed for the wealthy people. So is the reference to the wealthy. Because money and wealth is in the aspect of panim, facet, face, Countenance cannot, as we talked about above in section one. Sham over there, Taavat Mamon Uchinat Choshech and Pin Chashuchin V'Cholayin Shama. We brought over there in that section that the Taavat for money is in the aspect of darkness, the dark face, etc. Look over there. Vechen Bemunaz Bazor and it's brought in the door. Miket Kets Sam LaChoshech. He puts an end to darkness V'Cholay. That's Zuhama de Daava. This is the Zuhama, the filth de Daava of gold. What Rabban was explaining. This is the filth. Of Ta'avat Mamon. He puts an end to Choshech. What's Choshech? Zuhamad Da'avat. It's the dross of gold. The filth of gold. So Choshech, we see here, is the ass with the Ta'avat Mamon. We saw in Ot Gimel, section 3. He shall drive out your enemies from before you. And he shall proclaim Hashmed, destruction. Meaning Hashem is going to drive away all our enemies and proclaim destruction to them. What does that mean? The Tzir HaRabbeinu explains this. All of Israel are called Tzadikim for the fact that we have the Brit. Ayan Shem, look over there. This is why every person a person who keeps the Brit more than his friend meaning this Tzadik or this Am Israel who's Everyone, every Jew 
is considered a tzaddik. Why? Or every Jew is considered is in the aspect of tzaddikim because what we have the brit kodesh on us, meaning one who keeps the brit more than his friend, who's in the aspect of a tzaddik compared to his friend who's lesser than him, he's able to make his friend fall um, because he's the aspect of tzaddik compared to his friend. He's the aspect of the holy countenance in comparison to his friend who's lower than him, and this is why. And upon this person, it says. This verse can refer to this person. This person who is keeping the breed more than his friend, he's able to drive away his friend, his enemy, and to proclaim destruction to him. This is why we have to be careful. When there's machloket upon a person, that a person should not fall into the desire for money. Because perhaps his friend that you're having this argument with is the holy countenance in comparison to you, vis-a-vis -vis you. Meaning he has kept his breath at a greater level. And he has this, the strength to make you fall, God forbid. And if you know who? And this fall is what? How does he, this friend make you fall? God forbid. They make him fall into Tavat Mamon. This is why one has to be careful. Sham, as it brought over there, because all of Israel are called Tzadikim for the fact that we have the Brit. The Rabbeinu said, at the time where he's giving the lesson, he said, that all of Israel, for the fact that we are all circumcised, we are all called Tzadikim. And this is what it says in, in this section 4. Of this lesson, this is what represents Mezuzah. Hashem will be in your treasure, your courtyard. God will be your treasure. Money shall fly to you, etc. Shaddai is the name for the Brit, the covenant. Look over there. We saw over there, etc., etc. This is what it means when it says the name Shakai, that he said to his world, die enough. Shakai is a play on the word Sha'amar Le'olamodai, that he said to his world, enough. So if we're saying Shakai means the Brit, rectifying the Brit, then what does this have to do with money? What does it mean Sha'amar Le'olamodai, that he said to his world, enough, meaning that a person says enough whenever he has the money. That he feels it's enough, whatever Hashem gives him. That he says, and he says, it's enough what I have. He doesn't desire more. This is what we call breaking That one only merits through rectifying the covenant. Also, this is applicable to section 4. That through the mitzvah mezuzah, one nullifies the desire for money. And this is Ayan Sham. And this is why it says in, in that section that we talked about above. That through, it says in Shema, you shall write, you shall write them on their doorpost, etc., etc. That phrase, that mitzvah to do the mezuzah, is corresponding to the verse, or yeah, the verse in the Ten Commandments, don't covet. Now you can come and see the wonders of God. Because it's brought in the Gemara This person, he sent Rabbi one beautiful pearl. 
Un rabbi sent back one mezuzah. Rabbi Yehuda Nassi. I believe Artaban sent Rabbi Yehuda Nassi one pearl and Rabbi Yehuda Nassi sent back to Artaban one mezuzah. At first glance, this is really strange. Why did he send him a mezuzah specifically? And not some other mitzvah. But according to what we just learned, according to what Rabbeinu taught us, the matter is understood very well. Because Mezuzah specifically, we know, nullifies the desire for money. This is why he sent him a Mezuzah specifically. Because precious pearl. Meaning wealth and money. Because he was worth lots of money. He had lots of money. And this pearl was worth a lot. And he made um, and he made the the main important the main thing this money. The main thing for this was the main thing for Ataban, this aspect of money, wealth. This is why um Rabbi Abudanasi Sent Artaban, who was very pre- who was very makpid about his money, who was very careful about his money, uh, a mezuzah. Because it's a mezuzah that nullifies the desire for money, etc., etc. Milcha kisaria. It says in the in the in the lesson. Milcha kisaria. Salt when it spoils. This is a reference to the one who falls into the stench of taavat mamon. This is why they use the language Kisaria when it spoils. This is the same language that is used by the Goyim. It says, They have turned from um, the way I ordered them to follow. Etc., etc. They turned very quickly from my path, basically. Saria comes from the word Saru, they have turned away. Meaning this is when one turns away from the path of Hashem. Because the one who falls sinks into money. It's as if he serves all the idols as we talked about. And this is why upon every coin is engraved the Avadazara of that nation. The coins of each and every nation, the currency of each and every nation, you see that they have their God or their Avadazara on their coin. And from this Torah, the one who understands will be able to delve into, to explain the entire sugya, the entire subject of what it says. That gold acquires silver, etc. The silver cannot acquire that, etc., etc. Copper acquires, etc., etc., etc. That entire sugya. And the main idea is this. That which is a coin and is current. is considered money. Look over there at the entire sugya, the entire section. I believe in Baba Metzia. Or maybe, it's very possible, I think over there maybe. All that which it, everything will be explained to the one whose maskil is intelligent, according to that, the Torah that we just explained. 
entire section is Rabenu is hinting to in this lesson, Rabenu is giving the entire explanation of that sugya in the Gemara um, with this lesson. Okay, that's it for this Torah. Baruch Hashem, we merit to finish a very awesome and special Torah. We have the merit to apply such a Torah because it's mamash something very, very unique. Um, it's something very, very special. Baruch Hashem. So, Bezat Hashem, we have the merit to apply this and God willing, go from level to level applying each and every Torah of Ravenu.